Hey, Lions fans, this is Jeffers, and uh, I can't record with Chris live this week, so I thought I'd uh, take you to an environment where I'm home. Uh, some people need to touch grass. I need to touch sand, and we're, we're doing that. Nice day here in Holland, Michigan. You got Big Red right behind me. Uh, good day to take a walk on the beach. So uh, let's, let's walk on the beach and talk a little Lions here. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Just thinking, uh, being out here, last probably last nice day of the year, it's like 60 degrees, uh, not very windy. Uh, I get out to the beach whenever I can. I live about 10 minutes from here and uh, try to make it all as much as I can. Probably the last time this year we'll be able to be out here at least wearing shorts and, and no, no shoes. Pants free podcasting, baby. Uh, and coming out here got me thinking where we were a year ago. Uh, because it actually came up in my Facebook memories that I was out here exactly one year ago today. Uh, and it wasn't very nice. I actually came out to watch uh, like 8 to 10-foot waves rolling on the lake. Uh, not like that today. Beautiful day in Lake Michigan today. One year ago, the Detroit Lions were 1-4. Count off of a bye week. Might remember the game before the bye. They got absolutely destroyed. Didn't look good. We were all wondering, is Dave Campbell the right guy? Was Brad Holmes the right guy? What have we done? Have we made a mistake? Is, is, is Jared Goff the right quarterback? Remember, this is he was coming up getting shut out. There were so many questions and so much frustration because a lot of us did want to believe we thought that we had the right hires. We thought that we did things the right way. The process was good. Sheila Hint's process was, was right, and they did things that we all liked and wanted to see work. But, man, it just wasn't working. A year later now, they're, what, 14-3 since then? Yeah. I think we – it's a good lesson in patience, isn't it? Sometimes the, the, the things that you really want, you got to suffer for a little. God knows we've been suffering as Lions fans. Uh, I'm of a certain age where my number 20 jersey was a Billy Sims jersey, and it wasn't a throwback. Uh, it's been a long time since we've had anything successful like this. I think it was 1991 was the last time that they had been 13-3 over a 16-game period. Guess what? They're still doing it. They got a chance to, to keep rolling here. The toughest part of the schedule, it ends this weekend. Uh, Baltimore. We just came off of winning in Tampa. Pretty good defense down there. Pretty good football team. Short-handed Lions went down there and won. Made it happen. Made things, made things work. I loved it. It was great. The pause here. Check out that view behind me. Green Bay is about 150 miles that way. Milwaukee is about 100 miles straight across. A lot different atmosphere over there than what we're getting here in, in this side of the lake. We're on the good side of the lake this time. Uh, we got a much better football team than anybody else in the division. Uh, there's a chance, in fact, that we can wind up, if you take division games out, where you don't count like all the games against one another, the Lions could wind up with more wins than all three of the other teams combined. I, I think Green Bay and, and Minnesota might you know, beef up a little bit and you know, beating up on the Bears. But then you get to where that, that would not be the case. But we are so clearly the best team in the NFC North right now. And the fun thing is, 
we kind of were at this point last year too. We just weren't quite showing it. The wins weren't manifesting yet. And I think the fact that we're, we are where we are now, again, it's a testament to, to Sheila Hamp. And I want to give her a lot of credit for, for having the wherewithal to stick with it when it wasn't necessarily the most popular decision to, uh, to have faith in Brad Holmes, to have faith in Dan Campbell, come out and, and, you know, give the voice of, you know, switch hands here. To give you know kind of the voice of reason and the, the show of support that she's nope on the holder and your Brooklyn ankler. <laughs> That's the hazards of walking on the beach in the winter or fall. Anyways, Sheila had that that voice of support and she meant it. She was a woman of her word. She stood by what she thought was going to work, and now we're seeing it work. There's a lesson there. Uh, there's a lot of lessons there, actually, but one of them is to keep trusting your people to do what they do well, and that's something that she's done. She has given them everything that they need to keep it doing what they're doing well. That's great. I love it. Uh, she deserves a lot of credit as the owner of this team for, for standing by her people. I think the, the combination of Brad and Dan, who had never met before, they got hired to work together. The fact that they're working together so symbiotically is... It's unreal, and it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's almost like lightning in a bottle. You don't know that you've got it until it's there, uh, and we're going to enjoy it while we can. And that's actually one of the reasons why I came out here. I love being out here. Uh, it's, it's my favorite place to be. It's better when I'm in a good mood coming out here. And I'm in a very good mood today because the Detroit Lions are a first-place team. They have the best record in the NFL. Hide. They have this best strength of schedule in getting there. They beat one of the other teams that's there, Kansas City, in Kansas City. That's uh, that's staying power, folks. Look, I, I don't know what the rest of the season is going to hold other than a lot more wins. I don't know if they're going to win in the postseason, but I expect that they will. I expect that they're going to have a home game or two in Detroit, perhaps a bye, hopefully a bye. I think we can get a bye out of this, be the number one, number two seed. When you're in the playoffs, anybody can win it. When you've got a quarterback like Jared Goff playing the way that Goff is playing right now as a potential MVP candidate, I would certainly put him in the top three MVP candidates right now. You can beat anybody. Top 10 defense. A lot of people gave me a lot of crap for saying that I thought this was a top 10, top 12 defense going into the season. Aaron Glenn has getting it done. Uh, he had one bad game. Seattle. He learned from it. He adapted. He adjusted. I thought, his, I thought his defensive play calling against Tampa Bay was phenomenal. But they had a great plan. They worked it very well. Alex Anzalone played like a monster. Uh, I don't ever want to hear people say, oh, Anzalone sucks. Let me get Devin White. You watched that game last week, and you tell me who the better linebacker is. And hey, the guy in Tampa, that's for damn sure. You know, I, I, I'm so happy that we're getting so many redemption stories for guys that have been, you know, I don't want to say crapped on, but like overlooked or downgraded because they played in Detroit or because they didn't always play as great as we needed them to. Anthony's being one. Jerry Jenkins is being one. Craig Reynolds is being one. Love to hear from the guy who sent the text to Craig Reynolds' dad, telling him that uh, he's how it does it feel to be an un the father of an unemployed effing loser uh, when he got cut. Or how that guy's feeling right now. Yeah, and that the redemption angle. I don't like playing that that often, and I don't like when my team plays it, but it, these guys wear it well because it's not their sole identity. They know they're good, 
and they know that they have that chip that they can play with it, but they, they don't use it unless they really need it. Good team. It's a sign of a good team. It's a sign of a good coached team. And uh, that, that can go a very long way. I'm just, I'm excited, man. It's, it's, it's fun to think about what this team, where they've been, where they're going, how much further we still have to go. Uh, it is still only six weeks. We got a tough game in Baltimore this weekend. I'm not sure they're going to win. They certainly have a path to win, but uh, it, it won't be easy. After that, Raiders Monday Night Football win that game. Who knows who's going to be Raiders quarterback? Could be you. They got enough injuries. Could be Brian Hoyer. For real. That's a win. <laughs> Bye week. Get rested. Should have Brian Branch back by then. Should have Taylor Decker at full speed by then. Jonah Jackson should be ready by then. You know, hopefully David Montgomery is back in, in full speed by then. A lot of reasons to be very excited about that. After the bye, there's not a team that this that this team, that the Lions, can't beat. So perhaps Dallas, I think you saw on Monday night, if you watched someone in the football game, Lions look a lot better than either the Cowboys or the Chargers, and those are probably the two most foreboding teams on the schedule after the, the break. This team has a very real chance of going 13-4, and 14-3. I know, I know, I know, I know, I hear it. I, 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 I understand the trepidation because we've not been there before. And the brand new Lions, baby. It's time to keep trusting in that. So draw Lake Michigan for a second before I uh, sign off here. Thanks for tuning in to the Detroit Lions podcast. Check out the live shows. Check out Ash on the Daily Show every morning. Click on the like and subscribe so you know when we're doing weird things like this. And uh, thanks. Let's bring it here together. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. You've had enough of that shit.